Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the Kev Techify Nation. And if you're new here, welcome. In this episode, we're going to look at configuring access control lists. We'll be discussing how to create an ACL. We'll be looking at IP version 4 access control list syntax. We're going to be looking at protocol and port numbers. We're going to look at TCP established extended access control list. And finally, we're going to look at named extended IP version 4 access control list. This episode is part of my series on network security. I'm Kevin here at Kev Techify. Let's get this adventure started. When you configure a complex access control list, there are a couple suggestions for you. One of the first ones here is use a text editor. Write that, write that access control list in a text editor. It allows you to move statements around. It allows you to make changes there. And you can get in there and you can write out your specifics. Then you can add the iOS configuration commands. Like what mode do you have to be in? Add those all out. Or sorry, add those all in. The next thing we should do is include remarks to document the access control list. It's always nice to have some notes in there about what you are trying to do with your access control list. Then what the next step, what you should do is copy and paste that command into the device. So we went, we wrote it in a text editor. We added in our ISO configuration commands in that text editor. We added remarks in the text editor. Now all you have to do is copy and paste that onto the device. And then finally, always thoroughly test that ACL to make sure it correctly applies what you want it to do. It always correctly applies that desired policy. To create a numbered standard access control list, use the access list command here in global configuration mode. After you type access list in there, you now come up to the access list number. This is a decimal number of that access control list. And once again, remember one to 99 and 1300 to 1999, those are the numbers for a normal standard access control list. Next is your choice here of deny permit or putting a remark in there. Deny here will denies access if the condition is met. So if, if any of those conditions are met here that you're going to specify next, we're going to deny that. Or conversely, we're going to permit that. The remark text here, this is optional. You don't have to put this in all the time. This adds some text entry for documentation purposes. Now, there is one limitation to this. This is limited to 100 characters. So after you put your deny permit or remark in there, then we go and we look at the source. The source here, now this identifies the source network or the source host address that we want to filter. Here is where we can also use the word any. And once again, what any does is it specifies all networks. Here you can use the host keyword to specify a host, or you could just even put in an IP address without that host keyword, and that will identify a specific IP address. 
if you use the keyword host, then you have to make sure to specify an IP address of that host. Then we have the source wildcard. The source wildcard here, this is optional. And this is a 32-bit wildcard mask that is applied. Now, if you omit it, the default 0.0.0.0 mask is assumed. And then we have the log option at the end. What the log option does, and, and this is optional again, it's a keyword that generates and sends information messages whenever an access control entry is matched in this access list. If you have to remove a numbered standard access control list, put the word no in front of it. That command would look like, so we'd have our pound sign here, you put no, and then access list, access dash list, and then you specify the number. Once again, this number here is this number you specified when you created that. If you're gonna name your access control list, there are three things you need to know about the names. The first one is they are they can be alphanumeric, meaning they can have letters, they can have numbers, and they can have dashes, the minus sign in it. They are case sensitive, meaning capital M dash capital A access is different than all lowercase no dash access. So it is case sensitive. And the third thing is, is they must be unique. Capitalizing your access control list name is recommended. Making that name in all caps, it just helps it stand out when you look at your configuration. It just makes it stand out a little bit more and easier to identify. Now, to create a named standard ACL, what we do is we come up here in global configuration mode, IP, access list. And once again, we're looking for a name standard. So we put the standard here. It would be either your standard or extended. Right now, we're going to create a standard. And then you put the name in here. Now, I have an example here. So in this example here, we we put in our words, oops, sorry, IP access list, and we're creating a standard. And then here's the name. Once again, it's all capitalized, makes it stand out a little bit more. So our name of our access control list is in all capital letters, no dash access. And when we press enter, you can see our prompt changes. And now it's saying we're configuring a standard NACL. N stands for named, so we're configuring a standard named ACL. That's what you just created in the line before. You can go ahead and use the question mark and it'll help you identify what, you, what commands you can use at this point in time. And here are the three ones we're familiar with, deny, permit, and remark. The procedural steps for configuring an extended access control list are the same as for creating a standard ACL. So extended, standard, the procedural steps are the same. The extended ACL is first configured and then it's activated on the interface. So you configure that ACL, whether it's a standard or extended, and then you activate it on an interface. However, here, the command syntax and the parameters are more complex for this extended ACL to support the additional features provided by that ex extension or that extended ACL. 
To create our numbered extended ACL, we start off by using access list here again. After you put the command access list in here, there are a number of keywords and parameters for our extended access control list. Now, it's not necessary to use all of them when configuring an extended ACL. We'll talk about some of these here. So we got ACL here is our, or sorry, access, access dash list is our command. Then we have access list number. This is the decimal number of your access control list. Once again, these numbers for an extended list, those ranges are 100 to 199 and 2000 to 2699. And so to create your extended ACL, you have to have use those numbers. After that, we have our deny a permit in our remark. Are we, is this, is this going to deny traffic? Is it going to permit traffic or is this just a remark? After that, we put our protocol. Now this can either be the name or number of your internet protocol. Common keywords include IP, TCP, UDP, ICMP. You can put in there. The IP keyword matches all IP addresses. Then we have source. Source here is identifying that source network or host address that we're, we're going to filter. You can use, once again, use the keywords any or host in here. Then we have the source wildcard mask. This here is optional and it's a 32 bit wildcard mask that's applied to the source. So we, we apply the source wildcard to our source address or source network up here. Then we have operator or port. What this is, is for, is to compare what ports we're, we're looking at. So operators here, you can have LT for less than, you can have GT for greater than. You can also have equal in here or not equal to. And then you can have the port. Once again, port 80, web traffic. And this could either be decimal numbers here, or it could be the name of common TCP or UDP ports. Then we have our destination. Destination here identifies the destination network host or network address. So this, once again, network address or network host in here, we have our wildcard mask, our destination wildcard mask, 32-bit wildcard mask that's applied to the destination. And then we have the operator again. And this is, once again, this is less than, greater than, equal to, or not equal to. Those are the common ones. There's some other ones. And then the port, port 80 for web traffic, or the name of common TCP and UDP ports. After we have the operator for our destination, then, we then you can put the keyword established. And this is optional. And this is for TCP only. And this, this here is basically, you can think of it as sort of like a first generation fi firewall feature. And then we have logging. Do we want to generate and send information messages whenever an access control entry is matched in our access control list? Access control list 
get applied to interfaces. And that's the same command we use for extended and standard access control list. The command here, notice we are in an interface. So we went into our interface. Fast Ethernet 0 slash 1, serial 0 slash 0 slash 0. We went into that interface and now we put IP and then the access group. So we're going to apply something and you either put in the list number or the access list name and that value is right here where we come down for that. And then, so we say what list we're using and because we're on the interface, are we applying it to inbound or outbound traffic? If you like this episode on configuring access control lists and you get value out of it, and depending upon the platform you're using, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. Doing this supports the channel, which in turn helps me bring you more great content. Click that notification bell to turn on notifications to be alerted every time I release a new episode. And there are quite a few new episodes headed your way. You can also visit my website at kevtechify.com for all my details and how to get these episodes in video and podcast form. To find the list of named protocols, go in like you are entering in a new access list. So go ahead and type access list, give it a number, say permit, and then put our question mark here. And it will give you a named list of the protocols it recognizes. On here, you can see that about a dozen of them. We have ICMP, we have IP, we have TCP and UDP. If it's not listed on here, you have to go and enter that number instead. You can't use the name of that protocol. Selecting a protocol influences port options. Right here, we've selected TCP. And so what you can do, and you can select TCP, UDP, or ICMP. When you select those and you go and you give the question mark, which whichever one you select of these three, this list will be based on whatever protocol you chose. So right here, we chose TCP and it's listing out all the named TCP protocols it has. And you can see here, some of the more common ones, the domain. So domain name service on port 53, FTP, FTP data, port 21 and 20. We have POP3 and SMTP down here on 110 and 25. Telnet, 23. WWW, which is HTTP traffic or port 80. It identifies those. Now, notice how many TCP port options are available. We have some that are highlighted that are easily recognized. However, port names make it easier to understand the purpose of the access control list. Some common port names, such as SSH and HTTPS, are not listed. For those protocols, you have to put the port numbers in. So if you want to do something with HTTPS, you have to put that port number 443 in there instead of a name. Extended ACLs can filter on different port number and port name options. Here's an example. What we're doing is we're configuring an extended ACL 
How do we know it's extended? It's in that range, 100 to 199. Those are extended, so this is extended here. And what we're going to do is permit HTTP traffic. And so we have our permit in here. And here is equal to www, that was the keyword there, or you can go ahead and specify the port number itself. Now, both of these access control entry, they're typically referred to as ACEs, they achieve the exact same thing. To configure the port number is required when there are not a specific protocol name listed, such as SSH. SSH is port 22. And so here we have access list, we're putting this access control entry in access list 100, and we have to specify the port number for SSH, which is right here. Also, I'm sorry, I, you've got weird wrapping, but when the port number is equal to 443, this is HTTPS. There's not a keyword for that, so we have to put the port number in, and same thing with SSH here. TCP can also perform basic stateful firewall services using that TCP established word. A couple slides ago, we talked about the keyword established in there. Well, right now, we're going to talk about what it really means. What this means here is the keyword enables inside traffic, so a TCP request from PC1 is permitted to go to the outside public network, so from inside to outside. And because it's established, that TCP reply traffic is allowed to go from the internet back in because it was expecting that to come in. So that request goes to the router. That router says, okay, I will let you make that request out there. But I also know that you will be expecting a response, so I'll, I'll make a note of that, and if I do get a response, I will let it come back through. That's what that established command was when you set up your access control list. Now, the established keyword can be used to permit only the return HTTP traffic or TCP traffic from the requested sites. And we can also deny all other TCP traffic that originates on the internet coming into our device. It gives us a basic firewall service. Access Control List 120, that's what we have right here, Access Control List 120, is configured to permit any TCP traffic, and once again, this is the source, so from anywhere that it's coming from, anywhere on the internet, destination this is the destination and so this is our LAN this is your inside so this is internet this is LAN we'll, we'll, we'll destined for it because we're using the established it's expecting that traffic to come back in once you've created that access control list we have to apply to the interface in this example we're going into the interface of gig 000 once we're into that interface, you can tell by the prompt we're in the configuration for an interface. Now we say, okay, IP access group, give it the list number. That's what we have right there. And we're going to apply it to outbound traffic here on our gig 000 interface. That will 
allow any traffic going out of that interface to go out and then the return traffic because we had this established connection here if it we're expecting that traffic it'll come in if it's not expecting traffic it'll deny it it'll block it we can also check the statistics here for our access controllers by from privilege exec mode using the show access list we have our extended ip access list of 110 we had that earlier we are seeing that we're permitting this traffic in here we're permitting www 443 traffic this is the new list we created right here so this is access list 120 that's the one we created and here is our command or sorry our access control entry and so for every access control entry it's going to list it and it's going to say how many matches it had this one had 1166 matches naming an acl makes it easier to understand its function this command that we have right here enters the named extended configuration mode Remember here that an ACL names are alphanumeric, case sensitive, and they must be unique. To create a named ACL, we, we enter in the command here, IP, access list, we're doing it, we're, we're creating an extended one here, and then you give it the name. And once again, this has to be alphanumeric, it's case sensitive, and it must be unique on the entire device. This example here, we're going to create an extended ACL and then we're naming it no-FTP-access. If you had to guess, it's probably going to have no FTP access in this access control list. Once you enter that, our prompt changes and now we're configuring an extended NACL a named access control list, an extended named access control list. Here you can go ahead and enter in your access control entries, the actual rules that are, are happening in this access control list. Named extended ACLs are created in essentially the same way that named standard ACLs are created. The topology here is a demonstration to configure and applying two named extended IP version 4 access control list to an interface. We have the surfing access control list. Now what this is going to do, this will permit inside HTTP and HTTPS traffic to exit to the internet. And once again, notice the funnel. There's lots and lots of traffic going in this big side funnel, but only filtered traffic coming out there. The browsing ACL, that's right here. This will only permit returning web traffic to the inside host while all of their traffic exiting that R1G00 interface. So R1G00 interface here, it will be implicitly denied. Once again, implicit deny is at the end of all your access control lists. Implicit means you don't have to type it in there. It is basically saying we're going to deny everything. So at some point above that, you have to permit something through there. How we go about setting this up is we create our two extended named ACLs. First one right here is our extended surfing ACL. Always good to put a remark in there so that way you know what you're trying to do with this. Or if you come back in a while and you don't remember, it's nice to have those in there. And we're permitting... TCP traffic 
And this is where it's coming from. And so that's the inside. That's our local LAN address to anywhere. So this is the destination, anything, any destination. And it's equal to port 80, HTTP traffic. We're also going to permit here. And so these are access control entries. We're going to permit from our same internal network, anything that equals 4443. This was here, once again, is HTTPS. This was HTTP. So that's going to allow web traffic to exit off of our network. Then we create our second list here. Once again, it's an extended named list called browsing. We put a remark in here and we're going to permit any TCP traffic that came from our internal network to be to go through an established connection. Once again, that established connection traffic goes out and if it knows you're gonna be expecting a response to that traffic, it'll allow it to come back through. So it'll allow that returning HTTP traffic to come back through. What we have to do now that we've created the surfing and the browsing access control list is we need to apply it. We go into our interface. We're going to apply it on G00. That's what we have over here in our diagram is G00. And you can apply an access control list. Then we apply our access control list to that interface. First one right here is IP access group. We put the name of it. And so this is our surfing access control list and we apply it to all inbound traffic. Then we look and we apply the next one, the browsing access control list to all outbound traffic. So you can have one on in and one on out. After you go ahead and do this, let's say that the host on the inside PC one has been using, using and browsing the internet and our statistics have been increasing. So we do the command show access list and it's gonna give us all the information about our access control list. It's gonna list out each access control list Right here is one of them, our access control list called surfing. And then it'll list out all the aces here. So we've got two aces. That's what we created up here, our two access control entries. We're permitting the traffic out here. And then we are permitting 4443 traffic. Right now, we've had 124 matches on this HTTPS traffic. Our second list we created is right here. And once again, that's called browsing. Here's our access control entry. And this was the established connection to allow that expected traffic back in. This one had a 369 matches. It was my pleasure to bring you this wonderful episode on configuring access control lists. If you like this episode and you got value out of it, and of course, depending upon the platform you're using, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel. Also, all of my socials and contact information are on my website, kevtechify.com. You can get all of these episodes in video and podcast form. In the upper right is my playlist for my series on network security. In the bottom right is one of my favorite videos that I picked just for you. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on network security. Once again, I'm Kevin. This is Kev Techify. 
I'll see you next time for another great adventure.